Welcome, everyone. Let's give a shout out to all of our guests today. We're so glad you're watching online with us. We are all about helping you find your place, your people, and your purpose. Today's message is phenomenal. Andy climbs a tree. Like Zacchaeus from the Bible. Yep. And so open up your eyes and your ears because you're going to love it. It's going to be amazing. So um, the other thing we want to share with you today is just about our generosity here at Echo. We're all about being radically generous. If you're looking to give today, to step out in generosity and faith and with open hands, you can do so by texting any amount to 84321. Or, no, just that. You could go to our website. You too. could go to the website. Options. Yeah. Options. Awesome. Enjoy today's service. Woo! Battle through every heartbreak. Through every circumstance I believe that you are my fortress You are my portion You are my hiding place I believe you are the way The truth The
stand up there and sing that because I see all these things happening and I just don't know if I believe it and the Lord just convicted my heart and he said get up there and prophesy it over yourself and over the people of your church so this morning I'm believing in a breakthrough for your life that God will shake the mountains let me just read that that bridge it says shake the mountains break the walls apart Open the heavens, almighty God. You are overcomer, defender of my heart. By your power, the oceans open wide. Your fire falls down, heaven and earth collide. King Jesus, forever by my side. Let's believe that today. Echo Church. I believe that the message today is really going to speak to people's hearts about healing and the power of God and how he can move in your life. So this morning, Father, I just thank you so much for what you're doing. Father, I just thank you that you've already gone before us and you've accomplished it, Lord Jesus, already. Father, I just ask that you would allow us to see that we can just reach up and receive this morning. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and what he's done and allowing us to do this today. Father, I pray for every heart in the name of Jesus, that they would feel your presence this morning, that they would know your goodness, your healing powers, Jesus. We love you, Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. How's everyone doing today? Good. It's good to see you. My name is Christy. I co-lead this beautiful community alongside my husband, Andy, and it is our honor and privilege to serve alongside you. So I just wanted to say thank you for coming. If you are a guest, we want to meet you. And like these 
crazy guys who should be on the Price is Right said, Echo Culture is after this, and I'd love to have you. You can jump into week two, be a, live on the edge. You can do week, week one in September. But we are in the middle of a summer series. We're actually getting to the end of it, and it's been a blast. Every week we have been interviewing and talking to someone who is a part of the Echo community, and so you get to learn some people's stories, and our series is called Summer Playlist. What that is is every week someone selects a song that's special to them that they would hit play on, and they unpack a story, they talk some scripture, and just share. We believe that songs are super powerful. They can bring us back to a moment, and sometimes songs can inspire us and draw us closer to the Lord. And so every week our band gets to play the song for us. And so it's really fun. It's been an eclectic summer and I definitely have gone down some rabbit trails with like 80s country, some like Americana. So it's just been fun to see the variety that's just represented within this room. And so today you get to hear from Drew. Is Drew in here? Not sure if he is, I'm looking. Um, Some of you might not know him, but he's awesome. And so he and Andy went on a little adventure. And so buckle up, it's good. All right, so you can hit play. Here we are at it again. Gotta find uh, 3858. 3858. 902. Oh, I think I found it. The destination. I think I found out where we're going. Here we are. Bye. We made it. Drew. Andy. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thanks for inviting me out on the hottest day of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, what, are, what am I, am I at your parents' house? Yes. Why do you invite me over? Childhood home, uh, free labor. Free labor. Okay, well, show me what we're doing. All right. What do you, what do, you do? I'm an arborist. You're an arborist. And we're going to just take a few dead limbs off of this box elder that is older than both of us. Ah, it needs some love, huh? Yep. You think it's older than us? I think it's at least 80. 80? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's check this out. Yeah. So I think we'll I'll get a couple lines set about 10 feet from the top. Okay. And uh, we'll swing around, get a few dead limbs out. Talk about trees. So, I mean, here's here's probably the best question to ask is how does how does one get into cutting trees? Is that is that an appropriate term, by the way? Or do you prefer arborist? No. Because when I tell my wife that she's a hair cutter, yeah, she doesn't. I like mean, that. her job takes a little more education and skill. And <laughs> what I what I joke with people is that I didn't have anything better to do. Gotcha. And uh, if you're willing to. Go to high heights. Yep. You can always get paid for it. Yeah. Most people aren't willing to do it. I like that. I think I can. I mean, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. We'll find out. I'm all about heights. Problem is, have you ever you ever been at like the edge of a cliff? So it's not the fear of the actual height, but you like for me when I get to a really high space, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be telling you this before I go up. <laughs> uh, but I think of like, what if I what if I jump? Like I'm not thinking I'm gonna jump, but I think, but what if? Yeah, some intrusive sense? thoughts. So yeah, so what happens is you just kind of freak, you psych yourself out. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I've never been. Do I need to keep you on a leash while we're up? Yeah, keep me on a leash, for sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. do. Yeah, you can do. Got a lot of rope. We can make one. <laughs> a lot of rope. This is where you grew up. Mm-hmm. So local. Rochester local. I Born guess. and raised. Yep. What high school? Century. Century. Yep. Okay, and that was your 2000... Don't no. worry about it. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> 2009. 2009. Okay, so 2009. Tell me a little bit about your about your story, because I think you had told me you were a firefighter at some point. Or yep. Um, after high school, I went up to school in Duluth. Mm-hmm. Did like a tech program up there yep. for fire science administration. Mm-hmm. Got my EMT, all that. Um, got a job with the DNR seasonally. I started work as a wildland firefighter when mm-hmm. I was 20. Um, worked in northern Minnesota, I'm based out of there, and central Colorado. I got to travel all around the country. There's only about two states west of the Mississippi that I haven't been to for a fire. You see the one yeah, yeah. directly across from it? Pull all the way out. Am I supposed to hold on to that? Nope. nope. Right there. There you go. Oh, yep. yes. Like that. Yes. Grow as hard as you think. 
Not bad. That was so pathetic. I've seen a lot worse He's on so the first positive. try. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Two tries. Got it. Yes, right here, buddy. We'll see. Andy hit his on two tries. Oh. So. Oh, I like this. We'll see. Competition. Did you hear that? Know. Two tries for me. He's already tried once. So that was. This is it. a different union. Those don't count. It's a lot of pressure you got on you right now. And you. If you and if you don't, you're buying me supper. All right. Is that is that the deal? <laughs> I guess. If it's a tie. If I it's guess, a tie. I guess I'll buy. All right. There. Oh. <laughs> yes. Did you see that? You probably didn't see it, but it bounced. It went ding, 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 ding. If you don't get it now, I win. What? There it is. Yep. Oh, please. Count it. I gotta buy you dinner. Where are we eating? <laughs> I love Culver's. Oh, yeah, dude. That's way up there. It's not over yet. How are you gonna do this? You'll see. I haven't decided yet. You're gonna try to drop it off there, aren't you? Yep. Oh! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now I get to choose where we're eating. Pittsburgh Blue. Pittsburgh Blue. <laughs> He's not a cheap date, folks. No, I'm not. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Why'd you come home? Um, it was just, it was time for a little more stability, I think, gotcha. in my life. Um, I just needed to be, my family's always been rather close, and I needed to be mm. around them gotcha. again. And I wanted to watch my nieces grow up. Gal, that's very, very special mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, very honorable. So you came back to Rochester. Yep. And... You were like, I'm going to climb trees, or did you do a few other things in between? Or I pretty much was going to set on trying this. Yep. A lot of guys I know that uh, worked fire in the summer mm -hmm. would get a second job in the winter doing mm -hmm. tree work. Gotcha. Um, so it's a pretty easy transition. Yep. You climb these trees almost every day, right? Yep. And now are these trees that are, that are particularly damaged or is it a, I got to get this tree out of the backyard or could be all the above? It could be all the above. And that's the thing I like about it. I'm kind of an adult with ADD. Mm. So. That's why I like it. <laughs> right. uh, the job is similar mm -hmm. often, but each tree is different. Yep. Each job is different. It might be they just mm. want to get it a little farther off the deck. Yep just a couple limbs, it'll take you 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, it might be an all day project to remove a tree this size. Mm -hmm. It might take two days, yep. especially if you're climbing it and you have to rig every piece down because yep. there's structures in the way. Yep. Um, it might be structure pruning for, for tree health. Mm -hmm. Basically we prune it in a way that'll mimic the forest grown environment mm. that every tree is accustomed to and designed for. Oh, cool. So you, you got to know a few things. Yeah, I think you. I think you're underplaying yourself and how different it is to, from Christy cutting hair. <laughs> I think. I think it could be pretty close. I don't know what I'm doing. So you're saying lean back. Can you eat up there? Oh, I'm supposed to stay on it though. I did not expect. I don't have my gloves. You have gloves? Oh man, I'm gonna be tired. The pathetic thing is I'm only, what, five feet off the ground? That's probably six. Can we deal with a few of these branches? I think the difficult thing here is how many things you got in the way here. And I gotta be honest, I'm a little nervous. I have a new appreciation for Drew. He's just sitting there up there laughing. Ugh. Oh, look at my hands right now. You want me to pull you up the rest of the way? No, I don't want you to pull me. All right. Oh, so I'm going to come up to that. Woo. And we're probably, what, you said 25, 30 feet up in the air? Yeah, I'd say so. On a tree. We'll show the world. There it is. Right here. 
I think I can see Walmart from here. And uh, anyway, if you were to press play right now on a song, like in your Apple earbuds while climbing, what song would that be? Uh, Heaven Sent by the Steel Drivers. Okay. It was uh, Chris Stapleton's band before he went solo. Okay. And who's Chris Stapleton? <laughs> he's jumping. He's I was going to leave He's leaving me alone. Yep. Okay, he's a country artist, right? Con con country, rock. Yeah. Folk. He's not pop country. Okay. Let's get that straight. Okay, you're not into that. No. Okay. Anyway, uh, the song, Heaven Sent, if there were some lyrics that you really resonate in your life with, what would that be and why? Definitely the chorus, which basically goes, um, I know these days are heaven sent. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they went. Yep. Um, and it just really reminds me that each day is a, is a gift from God. Yeah. Um, some days it's really hard to think of them that way. Mm -hmm. But that's just, that's my goal every morning, mm -hmm. is I try to start my day with, thank you for the breath in my lungs. Yeah. No, that's a great perspective. Uh, for those that are watching and you're looking at us, you're like, man, why are you perspiring so bad? Today, the heat index is like out of control. You yeah. said 100 and... I think 101, 102. 101, 102. And I had to climb up this tree. You made it very difficult on me. My hands are killing me. So you got a callus, too? Yeah, oh yeah, I got a callus for sure. <laughs> I got about seven of them. Um, but anyway, you're 30 years old, man, and you're talking about like heaven sent. That's usually something that I hear from maybe a little bit of more of a mature individual and age. And uh, yeah, why do you why do you have that perspective? I think basically just because of uh, the way I was raised in the Catholic Church and mm -hmm. just in in a faith background um, and just the general life experiences I had, mm -hmm. even as a much younger man, mm -hmm. um, just really showed me that there's no rhyme or reason. Mm -hmm. When the good Lord calls your name, mm -hmm. it's for his reason and mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to me to just mm -hmm. make the most of it mm -hmm. and uh, leave each day the best I can. Yeah, very cool. And you talked about how before you moved back to Rochester, you were fighting fires mm -hmm. in, in a bunch of different states. And uh, does that play a part into you know, the, that theme of Absolutely. respecting and, under, and really uh, appreciating what you have. Yeah, when you have a job similar to that, mm -hmm. um, you're kind of faced with your own mortality. Mm -hmm. At You know, I started in that line of work when I was a week over 20. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So in some ways it forces you to grow up yeah. a little faster than mm -hmm. a more standard mm -hmm. kind of college age kid would. Yeah, because I mean, you're putting yourself at risk. And uh, you got a tattoo on that mm -hmm. right, right bicep, bicep. Right bicep and uh, it's Philippians 4.13, which is? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then you got another tat, Isaiah 43, 2 through 5. Tell us the story about that and why you have it. So this uh, verse was written in a card uh, by my Aunt Joyce, who is no longer with us. Um, she got married late in life, never had any children of her own. Mm -hmm. um, so the nieces and nephews, she was super aunt, as you said earlier, that was yep. the best way to put it. Yeah, um, we all need a super aunt. Yep. I had one too. No, very fortunate to have her um, through the kid phase of having her as an aunt and especially the adult phase. Mm -hmm. um, what do you appreciate about her in the adult phase? Looking back, just kind of her steadfastness mm -hmm. in a lot of things, in the positivity mm -hmm. uh, that she had throughout her life, um, her faith, definitely, and just the unwavering love mm -hmm. that she had for her, her friends and family. And you said, you know, steadfastness, and you had mentioned to me earlier she had battled cancer for 20 years. Mm -hmm. so, wow. It's, uh, I've done a lot of let's say, hard things in my life, mm -hmm. I don't know that's one that I could do the way she did. Wow. So that's definitely something I think about very often when very I'm cool. at the top of a tree, grumbling, yeah. yes. sweating. Yes, when you're losing a competition against me throwing up ropes into the tree. Um, so what does uh, Isaiah 43 say? So the verse is, do not be afraid, mm -hmm. I am with you. Mm -hmm. I am the Lord, your God. Mm -hmm. When you 
forgers, you will not drown. Mm -hmm. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned. Mm -hmm. Very relevant for a firefighter mm -hmm. in the midst of trees. And uh, you said on mountaintops, kind of like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> how did I get here? Yeah, how did I get here? I said that a lot through wow. my 20s. Wow, wow, cool. Um, yes, I am sweating. Uh, uh, oh, very cool, man. And I, um, <clears throat> as I was thinking about your song that you picked and some of the scriptures that you had mentioned and getting ready to climb this this tree um i was thinking about this story in second samuel about david uh and some of his mighty men you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. like and, and sometimes when i'm on top of a tree which is never uh, uh i aspire to be a, a a mighty man which I think you do too. Like we want to be men of God, right? Mm -hmm. we, we want to make a difference in our world. And, and it was no different to, uh, to the people in David's time, King David. Second Samuel 23, uh, verse tw uh, 13, it says, During harvest time, three of uh, 30 chief warriors came down to David at the cave of whatever cave name that is. <laughs> While the band of the Philistines were encamped in the valley of, of Rephium, and at that time, David was in the stronghold, and the Philistine garrison was at, at Bethlehem. And David longed for water, and he said just, and I, I imagine this is what David did. He did it kind of flippantly. He probably didn't really maybe intend on what was going to happen next. But he says, oh, that someone would get me a drink of water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. And then this is what it says in verse 16. So then three mighty mighty warriors broke through the Philistine lines, drew water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem, and carried it back to David. This is around harvest time, which by the way, harvest time in that climate and that location in the world, man, like it wouldn't rain. And when harvest time came, they were waiting for the latter rains. They were waiting for it to rain, but until then you would have to have access to water. So the, the mighty warriors knew where to get that water, and it was in Bethlehem. And the unfortunate thing is the Philistines had a stronghold in Bethlehem. And so they were like, hey, David, King David asked us to, or said, mentioned we'd like water, so we're going to go get it. So three guys went out, and they went through the line, uh, you know, through the Philistines, went and got water and left and brought that water back to King David. And I think what's absolutely fascinating is they came up to David offered David the water and like you know the the whole thing is you think like David would be super appreciative and you know chug it down right in front of him right and say thanks for the ice or whatever you know and and uh instead he pours it out it's just like the end of a story that I didn't really anticipate and I don't think you anticipated either and I think I, I've always read that like man I can't believe they made all that effort and at the end of the day David didn't drink it but what he did is he poured it out before the Lord. And I think what we need to hear is when, when we give our life um, to the cause or the purpose that God has for our life, and we do it with excellence, it's as worship unto God. And so when I think of your, your verse, I think of uh, that song, you know, the heaven sent, and, and, and really taking advantage of what is here and now. Um, I think that's what God wants us to do. Um, and, but I also think he wants us to have this perspective of like, give it your all. You know, I do it in excellence and do it as if it is worship unto me. And I love this scripture, how we, when we work, we should work as if it is unto the Lord. And so I think of, of you on top of this tree and you do this day in and day out. And you had mentioned like, you know, sometimes when you're throwing those ropes up in the air trying to catch the right Y or whatever you call it or anchor point um, how frustrating that can get but ultimately at the end of the day like what a good reminder of Philippians 4.13 like mm -hmm. I can do all things and I just want to add a little tidbit to that I can do all things to worship God mm -hmm. you know and that's what you do and I just want to say thanks man thanks for inviting me on top of the, the tree one two three
to David's story that's kind of a crazy story yeah it is and it didn't end quite the way I wanted yeah but <laughs> or the way I thought I should say yeah, 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 yeah. but it ended the way he wanted yeah right well, but that's the truth instead though. of indulging himself mm -hmm. instead of his own glory yeah. he, he gave it to God yeah this is yours God I mean isn't that that's kind of like maybe maybe that's a little story of your aunt you know, maybe that's why you were inspired by her, because it wasn't just about her. She wanted to kind of pay. She wanted to pay forward. Absolutely. You know, something in life, and and I think that's inspiring. So, very cool, man. We do do us a favor. Would you pray for Echo Church? <clears throat> Absolutely. God, I just thank you for this day on planet Earth, um, and I thank you for all the people that make Echo possible. From the people who started it, supported Chris, Andy and Chrissy's ideas, um, laid the groundwork, and the ones who run it day to day right now. Any person who has a hand, I just thank you for them because this church is doing so much good in the community and it's gonna continue and grow. And I just pray that you guide that every step. Amen. Amen. That's so good. I'd love it if you could all stand with me. One thing I loved about the conversation that Drew and Andy had was just discussing what offering is. And I think today, if, if we're to walk away with anything, it's taking the next few minutes just to give God our offering. Give Him our life. Give Him your burdens. Give Him the trials. Give Him your victorious moments that you've had this past week. And I just wanted to read out of Psalm 61. This is King David actually writing as he's far away from home. He says, I call out, guide me up high rock mountain. You've always given me breathing room, a place to get away from it all, a lifetime pass to your safe house, an open invitation as your guest. You've always taken me seriously, God, made me welcome among those who know and love you. And I think if anything today, maybe you feel far away from home. Maybe this is your first time here today, being in a house with other people who are praying and believing in God. Maybe you're here week after week and this is your safe place, but I think this is an invitation for all of us to give God our offering, to make this a house of miracles, to cling to him, to thank him for the things that he's done, be expectant of the things that are to come. And I just want to remind you that today, this moment is significant to realign our lives, to have a start over, to press restart. Maybe you're thinking of how this week was harder for you or you screwed up, or maybe you're leaning into God more than you ever have but let's make this a house of prayer. Let's give him our offerings. In the Bible, the rock is referenced a lot. They're talking, yes, about climbing a physical mountain, but maybe you, may, you might feel like you're climbing a mountain right now. You're, wherever you're, where you're at, just even visualize where you're at. If it's in the valley, if it's on the mountaintop, if you feel like the mountain's never ending. What a mountain represents is it's durable. It's strong, it's a refuge. God is to be our God, where he is our refuge, he is our foundation. Maybe you're in a rebuilding season, but I just wanna be expectant today, Echo. Can we do that? All right? And every week we say a prayer, and I'd love it if you would join me. They're gonna put it on the screen. And what this prayer represents is for God to be our rescuer. Every single day to say this prayer, to mean it, whether you said it a hundred times or this is your first time saying, I would love it if you could join me as we say this prayer. Jesus, I surrender 
I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name, in his authority. Amen. And I'd love just to pray over you right now. And also, this is an invitation. We have some people up here who are going to be available if you need prayer. If you need a miracle or you need someone to echo what your prayer is today, we believe that when two or three are gathered, that God is here. So there is power in speaking things out. So it's just an invitation as the band leads us in this closing song, okay? But I'm going to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now, and I just thank you for this opportunity to come together. God, I thank you for being a God who never gives up on us. God, we come to you and we say thank you. Thank you for consistently realigning our life, and I thank you for being our rock of our salvation, God. Right now, I just pray for every single person in this room that we can sense the power that is represented when we hand over our life. God, we give up our control. We give up our weaknesses, God, and in exchange, we receive your grace. We receive your love. We receive joy. We receive hope, God, and I just thank you for today. I thank you for this opportunity to come together, and we just cling to you this morning, Jesus. Let this be a place of miracles, a house of expectant, big, expecting big things, God, and we lift this up in your heavenly name. Amen. This is a house of worship. This is a place of praise. Where every and trembles. Where we proclaim your name. This is a house of Our hearts are full of faith. You have our full attention. You have the final say. Come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus.
So good. It's just so good. What a powerful statement in that song. I just, I was thinking about Drew this morning. If you guys don't know Drew, by the way, that dude's rad. And he came home because he talked about his family. And did you notice the shirt he was wearing? I kept thinking about that shirt and it showed like this tree with the roots of Minnesota on it. And I was just thinking about what it's like to be grounded and rooted with the people that are like-minded. And I look out here in Echo, and what I think about is, I'm so grateful for people like Drew that are not only grounded and rooted in Minnesota, coming home to spend time with family, but also grounded and rooted in the church. Stepping out and being, I, I, you know Andy's gonna have fun with that video, and he still, we still get people to sign up every single time and are willing to do it. How many are glad that the sound equipment dried out after last week? Hey, that's a little miracle, right? No gargle in that one is pretty great. But people like Drew, I just, I think there's this idea that there's like, like I'll be, I'm totally guilty, but there's this idea that maybe Andy and Christy are superheroes and we're just kind of spectators. And that's not how it works. And I love watching Drew step out and just be, just be who God's called him to be. And what a cool job. How many of you guys thought Andy might slip at some point? Because I was kind of counting on that and it didn't work out. But just to see somebody like Drew step out. Now, if you see somebody who looks like Drew, also I want to warn you, he has a doppelganger here at church named Justin. So if you're like, hey, Drew, and it turns out it's Justin, they look, if, he, if Drew didn't have the beard, they're like twins. I'm just throwing that out there. God wants us to be grounded. God wants us to be rooted in relationship with him and in relationship with each other. Now, one of the things we like to do at Echo is we like to celebrate. So let's celebrate some people that are here for the first time. Come on. Yeah. What about those that said the prayer for the first time or the first time in a long time? Let's celebrate those people. Come on. 